LeBron! LeBron! It's time! It it's is. time for real, for real. It's time. It's we time. not faking no more. It's time for real, for real. LeBron! Bronzy in the good boulevard. Bron Water Canyon. Um, Bronco. Bron Vicente Boulevard. Bron Set. Uh, uh, Bron LaQuanga. Nah. Braun Wanger. Nah. I know. Braun Wanger's trash. Yeah, you try. You always, you always get like five and then you run out of ideas. And then, But it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's, I like it. I like it. It's nice. It's nice. But welcome. As always, it's King Watch, your boy TBJ. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, Braun Real TBJ. Uh, we are finally here. We're finally at the season. Um, preseason is over. Season Thank begins God. this week. Um, obviously, this will come out before the Lakers play their first game. So I guess we should spend the next, what, 30 minutes talking about our expectations on what we think are going to happen for the Lakers this year. So go ahead. I mean, I mean, you saw preseason. We got I mean, to see the Lakers. The Lakers are plug. undefeated. Per I, I, didn't, I didn't get my plug. Okay. Let's hop right into it. I guess they know it's already They know it's already. Right. No, no, no. We're going to do it still. But we saw two preseason right. games. Okay, fine. Two preseason games. Give me 10-second thought on Lakers versus Warriors. Uh, I think the Warriors are gonna have a tough time with the team this year. I think they had a tough time last year. I think they're gonna have a tough time this year. All right, plug. Go ahead, get your plug. Uh, in. As always, at Pavy World, P A V Y World, all one word. Um, go check out Pavers Volume One. It's out right now. Pavers Volume Two is on the way. Um, so make sure you guys check that out. Yeah, and as always, your boy TPJ. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, Real TPJ. That's R E E L T P J. It's a film joke if you don't get it, you damn dummy. And as always, this is King Watch. It's about LeBron. If you don't want to hear us talk about LeBron, then you shouldn't be listening to this because it's all about LeBron on the Lakers. If it's not about LeBron, we don't want to hear about it. So, um, yeah, I mean, we saw a full preseason. LeBron played in every game in the preseason except for what, two? Except the last, one. Except the last, last one. one? So we got to see a, a good taste of LeBron last year. Obviously, LeBron had the foot injury, right? He sprained his ankle. He sprained his ankle. Uh, so he didn't play in preseason at all, which I think definitely didn't lend well for the Cavaliers' start last year um, with all the new pieces. But he got to play with all his new pieces this year. Lonzo is back fully healthy. Two full games against the Warriors, 20-plus minutes in each of those games. Uh, you know, what are you, I mean, obviously the Lakers open up against, um, the Trailblazers on the road. So let's talk about that. I think they'll win this game. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, for one, I think that everybody in the West, for the most part, took a step up. Mm -hmm. Including the Lakers. Yeah. Obviously you have, um, yeah. LeBron, you bring in JaVale, um, um, Ingram comes back another year, progress. Lonzo comes back another year, progress. I think that everybody in the West took a step up, and the Blazers kind of just stayed the same. Uh -huh. And I don't really know if the Blazers got any better unless guys like Zach Collins or like Nurk comes back with yeah. something new, or you know Dame comes back much improved. Not like, I don't know if like I kind of feel like Dame might have hit his peak last year. I don't know how he goes gets better and like just expands upon what he did. The only last way he does year. that is by winning MVP and I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't know if he can expand upon what he did last year. CJ, I mean CJ like I think like those those two guys are kinda like I feel like they're at their peak and this is kinda like where they're gonna stay pretty much until they tail off. Um which doesn't bode well for Portland unless they can get some other guys in there. And again, I I I just think that honestly the Lakers have a better team than what Portland does. And I'm not one of the notion that thinks the Lakers will get off to a pretty slow start. I mean, even if you watch like the first game they played with the Nuggets, like I mean, yeah, they had a couple little like issues, but for the most part, I mean, the defense looked great. Like what I look at with the Lakers is like it is is pretty much the defense. You got Bron there, so the offense is automatically going to come. If nothing else, get a ball to Bron. You can't go that wrong. Mm 
So the offense is going to be fine regardless. They're going to figure it out offensively. You got Rondo on the court. You got Braun on the court. You got Lonzo on the court. You got Ingram. You got too many playmakers to not be able to score at all. Mm-hmm. My issue is defense. As long as the defense looks great and even just looking at who Portland has in the backcourt. Not saying that Lonzo is Drew Holiday because he's not. Um, not yet. Yeah, um, not yet. But, for instance, the really really the only person who cooked Lonzo last year that I saw was Dane. Yeah. And that was, remember the game at the end of 14? I mean, yeah. he pretty much shut him down for three quarters and then four and then the fourth, he went crazy. Yeah, and then he hit the game winner, right? Yeah, I think, well, yeah, I think. Cause was he that the game winner game? No, the game okay. winner game was the first game. Okay. So, again, like, how Lonzo got introduced to basketball was yeah. Dane. Yeah. So, I think that he's come back a year improved again, a year bigger. I think he's probably at this point bigger than what Dame is for the most part. I mean, yeah, he is. Hell yeah, Dame is like what six three two. I mean, I mean, sorry, Dame is like six three two. I mean, I'm sorry, one ninety, not two ninety. Yeah, so like Lonzo is six six two ten. Yeah, maybe last year was more of an even match. Now it's an actual mismatch. Yeah. Like I'm bigger than you, and even yeah. you saw what Drew Lonzo did. was dinging up Clay during the um, during the preseason. Yeah, like on Clay, like they put yeah. Lonzo on Clay. Yeah. And even, like, you saw what happened with Drew against, like, Lonzo. And, again, not saying that Lonzo is Drew, but Drew is a bigger guard. Yeah. Like, Dame is like Dame is bigger than most point guards. I mean, but I, mean, then, I mean, you meant Dame against Drew, not Lonzo against Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like Dame is bigger than most point guards, yeah. but there are those two that could be twos, like Drew, yeah. like Alonzo, like a Fultz, who are bigger than him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, man, I, 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 I don't think the Lakers get up to a slow start, and I do think that they'll win this um, first game against Yeah, yeah. You know, I agree. I agree that they're definitely going to win the first game. I think coming off the preseason, they look really, really good. I'm really, really proud of how well LeBron has fit within his group. I think that he versus a lot of the other time when he has new groups, he I felt like he comes into it more of a mentality of like, hey, guys, like rally around me. And I think this year, what we've seen even from him going and having separate practices with guys during the offseason and working out with those guys well before it was ever required to, um, you know, for him to do it, it was more about, hey, guys, let's rally around each other versus it being like, I mean, obviously LeBron says everybody's got to learn how to play with me. Understandable. He's one of the greatest players ever. You have to learn how to play around him. But I feel like he's put the onus on himself to say, hey, guys, we're a team. You guys come and let's all get together. Let's all figure it out. You guys are all young. Let me figure out how to work with that energy. And even you see LeBron like making jokes and laughing in the comments with the guys on Instagram. That's what they were doing last year. And everybody was calling them immature for doing it, saying how will LeBron work with them this year. I feel like LeBron has made it a point in the emphasis this summer to be a part of them versus it being like, hey, I'm joining you guys. You got to learn how to be with me. Does it make sense? Yeah. And I feel like that will lend itself immediately off the bat in terms of chemistry. I think even looking at Alonzo coming back, and if Lonzo's going to you know, play 30 minutes a game, then that means Rondo's going to be around 18 to 20 minutes a game, which is perfect. Uh, and I think that that doesn't lend well towards Dame and CJ because Dame and CJ struggled against Rondo and Holiday. And Lonzo is a good defender. And you got KCP. Um, and Ingram plays good defense, Evan Turner. So the you know Trailblazers are going to have their hands full to start off the preseason. But I, you know I think that this Lakers team is going to be interesting to see where they go and how they start get off to a, uh, you know to that start. Speaking of that start, real, real, real speak, quick, go ahead. Real quick. Um, going back to the, your um, your um, LeBron point, like, this is the third time he switched teams. So I think you learn and you assess your mistakes from like the first two times again. He had he once had a young point guard. In Kyrie, not granted. And Kyrie. Mario Chalmers. Yeah, yeah, Chalmers. That's two young point guards, not granted. Like, Kyrie is, I think, of, like, the reason I think Kyrie is special is because of his, like, mind state. 
Like, there ain't too many Kyrie's out there. Same way it went too many Kobe's, ain't too many Kyrie's. Yeah, he's one of the smartest guys. players in basketball. Yeah, and it's like, it's, not, it's just not too many guys who would say, like... Not, I don't necessarily... I'm not going to put that on intelligence because he said the earth is flat. Um, but I'm, a, I'm talking I mean, about... From I feel a, like you have to I'm be... Ta- no, I'm talking about from a basketball IQ standpoint, Kyrie has a very high basketball yeah, IQ. But, I, you say the world flat, I'm not going to nah, say your listen, IQ listen, is your normal nah, IQ. Like, mm, even... I, 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 I think even saying a comment like that, you have to be one who you, always... Hold on, wait, real quick, real quick. You have to be one who always wants to question things. And if you're one who wants to question things, and I think that you're one who longs and searches for knowledge. No matter what, the, not, 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 not granted. He even admitted that, yo, no, it's not flat. You know what Kyrie does? He do good, though. No, no, listen, 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 listen. He even admitted that it's not flat. But you got to think Kyrie's a guy who came from high school, spent one year at Duke. He went to Duke. You had to be smart to go to Duke. Hold on, let, real quick, let me talk. You had to be smart. He probably made those comments when he was like 22, 23 years old. I was once 22 years old watching Mad History Channel. Now, granted, I wouldn't say that the earth is flat. Why are we talking about Kyrie and Celtic on a LeBron show? Get to the point. Get to the point. Because listen, because listen. um, You're saying this is the third time Bron switched. So even if you look at what what went wrong between LeBron and Kyrie, no matter what you say, LeBron has to assume some blame for the relationship. No matter what. So this is what. LeBron's fault, but go ahead. Whatever. Like, no, I think some of it is Kyrie's own personal desires. I think Kyrie just one who just wants more, no matter what. Kyrie wants more, and that's what makes you great. One who just wants more. So I think that is just Kyrie's own personal life, but still, as well, you like if you're Bron, you're the other party. You have to assume some blame. And I think that he just sees how that situation went. Now you got a whole cast of young guys. So you know what? What did I do wrong with this situation? Uh, maybe I could have called Kyrie to come work out during the off season. Maybe I could have, you know, interacted with Kyrie the way that Kyrie wants to be interacted with. So I think he comes here, sees these young guys, and again, he's old. Like it's not like Braun was coming in at the in the middle of his prime. I think that he spent his prime years in Cleveland the second time around. Personally, personally, I think his athletic prime was in Miami, but his basketball prime when he put it all together was in Cleveland. At this point, no matter what you want to think, I think Braun is past that level. I still mm-hmm. think that his prime is still going because he's still probably the best player in the league. But again, every year you come a little bit more back to the pack, which is why he had to add other things to his game that we didn't see in previous years because you can't do some of the things that you used to do. So you have to lean on these guys a lot so you don't want to alienate these guys. It's also their team. That too. It's, it's been their team. And again, you even, come into a city. Even thinking back to Kobe, I mean – I mean, some of these guys are still left over from that era. Nah, and, and just even you thinking back to a situation, yo, we got Dan Gilbert up there, and we got uh, 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 David Griffin. I think his name is David Griffin. Yeah, no well, guy. they had David Griffin. They had David Griffin. We got Magic Johnson there. Yeah. We got and, Magic and Johnson. And Jeannie Buss. And Jeannie Buss. And Rob It's so a whole different situation. You coming in Cleveland, you're going to do as you want to do. No, LeBron, you are an employee. I think for the, the – the, and even just even being with that, like with Pat Riley, he was an employee. I think we went back to Cleveland. He was LeBron James, pretty much the franchise. In Miami, he was an employee. And I think here he's an he's an employee. But instead of Pat, you got Magic up there. You got yeah. somebody who you who you know you can relate to because in so many senses of the word, they were you before you. So I think LeBron just assesses his mistakes from the other two times of leaving the franchise, and you say, you know what? What can I do better this time? But yeah. So let's talk schedule. Lakers schedule going into. Um, you know, the season, I'm looking at it right now. Give me one second. So, obviously, we got Lakers-Portland first. Then we got, uh, you know, Lakers versus Rockets. Then after Lakers versus Rockets, Lakers versus Spurs. Then Lakers versus Phoenix. Then Lakers versus Den- uh, uh, Denver. Then versus San Antonio, Minnesota, Dallas, Portland, Toronto, 
um, Minnesota, the Kings, the Hawks, the um, Portland, and then that's when November 15th happens, which the season will be in a, a full month. So for the first full month of the season, they, they play non-playoff teams one, two, three, four times technically, um, which, is, which is the Hawks, the Kings, the Nuggets, and the Suns. Oh, the rest are all playoff teams. So, how, how do you think that they'll fare for I think the first month? Like 62, 63%. Okay. Um, I think they'll be better. I know some people saying 500 or like, or like um, below 500. But the thing with me is, I think that they're better than most of those teams. I think, honestly, like they're better than most of those teams. Like, even if I, they I, play 14 games to begin the season. So, what do you think their record will be in the first month? 14, 14 games. I think they could go like uh, um, maybe like 9 and 6. Okay. Which is not bad. Like you start up nine and six for like a new team. I'm, I'm not mad at that. Like mm-hmm. you got a whole bunch of young guys. You got a pretty much a new team. I'm not mad at that. I think nine and six is a realistic thing that like they could go. Again, I think that they're better than most of those teams. I think that if you do this, if you have most of those games on game seventy five, I think that they would beat most of those teams. I think you mean eight and six, but I feel you. But eight, I feel eight, you. I'm not upset at that. I think if that. you have most of these games on game seventy four, game seventy five that they win those games. But I think that because, again, it's a new team, they're going to lose some of those games that they would win because the team is just new. Yeah, see, I see a loss coming versus the Rockets. I see a loss coming potentially versus the Spurs. I see uh, a loss coming versus... I don't think that they're going to win. I uh, don't think that they're going to be Portland the second time when they play them in November. I don't think that they're going to be Portland. I think they're going to lose one of those games to one of those two games to Minnesota, and I think they're going to drop one of those games versus either the Clippers, the Kings, or the Suns. So what's that put them at? Um, so it's tough. Uh, I think eight and six is not a bad prediction. I wouldn't be surprised if they're seven and seven. Um, LeBron teams always start off slow, but even going into like getting into the meat of like the second full month of the season, um, they play against uh, the Magic, the Heat. The Cavs, the Jazz, the Magic, the Nuggets, the Pacers, the Mavericks, the Suns. Then they play the Spurs twice, the Grizzlies, uh, Miami, and then the Rockets. And then pretty much that's kind of the 10 days before Christmas. So that's the next stretch. So I think the next stretch they can wind up probably going more like 10-4 and four in that stretch because they'll play a lot of non-playoff teams. I think the initial stretch they start off 7-7. Seven and seven. I'm not upset at the 8-6 and six thing, but I think it just depends, man. I think it depends on how well Lonzo and Ingram play with LeBron. Like, we didn't see LeBron score a lot during the preseason. He had his stretches where he had a couple good halves, but we're talking about a full game now, right? LeBron has only essentially played the first half. So now we got to see for 48 minutes because in the second half of those games, those young guys have been essentially able to run wild, do whatever the hell they want to do for the whole game. I don't necessarily know if that's going to be able to work out the same the way that we think. And even with KCP, KCP was up and down in the regular season. Um, Kuzma had a, I'm sorry, preseason. preseason. Kuzma had a terrible a start to the preseason. preseason. Um, so I think that we'll see. I don't care what the part 36 say. Kuzma did not. No, no, no. no. Kuzma didn't have a good preseason. Did not have a great preseason. He didn't have a good preseason. A lot of those came, like you said, the second half and they were allowed to run wild and do what they wanted. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens. Um, so, okay, obviously, we just talked about where they begin. What do you think LeBron's numbers are through the first month of the season? What are his averages? And why? LeBron's about the first month of the season. They give you about Because you, you pick LeBron as your MVP uh, front runner, right? LeBron at 80. Okay, so, what is, so in order for LeBron to be there, what I is he looking for? I think they'll give looking? you about 
through the first month of the season, like 25, 8, and 8. Pretty much kind of around the same way they gave you last year. Well, maybe 25, 8, and 6, more so than 8. Okay. 6 or 5. Okay. Because I don't know if he'll have the ball enough to give you 8 assists. Because there's no reason for him to have the ball enough to give you 8 assists. I think he'll give you about 25, 8, or maybe 25, 9, and 5, something like that. I think his rebounding will jump up. Because even the first half of the Warriors game, he had like 10 rebounds. In like a quarter, mm-hmm. I think just the fact he's playing nearer towards the rim, and the fact that he doesn't have to expend as much energy bringing the ball up court will, will allow him to rebound better. And also, they need him to rebound better. Yeah, especially if they want to run Kuzma at the five. Yeah, he's far and away the best rebounder on the court, so he's gonna have to get in there and go rebound. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think he has to go out here and average thirty. I don't think he'll average something like thirty. There's no reason to. Yeah. Um, he has enough score where he doesn't have to do that. And again, for him, this Bron 16 season, we not playing for the regular season. We playing for the playoffs. Now, I, don't mm, even, now, now look, I think this year more than any year in the past ten years for LeBron, you're playing for the regular season. Because no. even when you were in Cleveland, everybody, even when he made the second return to Cleveland, everybody looked at that Cavaliers team as being actually every, the Cavaliers were looked at as the favorites to win a championship. So with this year, we got people telling us that the Lakers aren't gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, but so I mean, let's be honest. Let's be yes, really, but, really honest about it. I mean, this is this regular season to me matters because you have to build camaraderie. Because if you don't build that camaraderie, you could be very well looking at a scenario where you are a seventh, eighth seed, and you don't want to play the Warriors the first round. And if you brawn like to go from the finals to losing in the first round. That's a bit. That's a big leap. And in order for you to do that, you have to avoid the Warriors and the Rockets in the first round, which means you have to be either you have to be either uh, you, I'm sorry, you have to be a, a four through six seed or a three through six seed to avoid those teams. So LeBron got a lot of work cut out ahead of him. You have to play well. Yeah. No. So I think LeBron coming out for um, you know this season is actually going to give is I think LeBron t- for the first month of the season actually averages twenty eight. 10 rebounds, and I'm saying six assists. Uh, and I think LeBron is going to shoot around 40% from the three-point line because I think that his threes will come more in rhythm. He'll get a lot more open three-point shots. And I think that his assists will drop because you have Rondo and you have Lonzo and Ingram. And I think that a lot of those LeBron assists come from him holding the ball, pounding it, and then a guy running off a screen to get a three. Well, now instead of that guy being Corver or Kevin Love, that guy's KCP. Um, so I don't see all of those easy assists from threes that LeBron would get from Kevin Love and J.R. Smith and Corver. I think that a lot of those are assists like with people, you know, with cutters. Yeah. And I think that guys like Ingram and, and Kuzma are going to have to are going to have to learn to play with LeBron in a cutting style versus with uh, Lonzo and Rondo having the ball in their hand. Mm-hmm. Those guys are looking to, are, are running around looking to get guys shots versus LeBron and standing holding the ball, passing guys open. Versus Rondo and Lonzo are making plays. Does it make I sense? Mean, yeah. uh, LeBron is a great playmaker, obviously. One of the greatest playmakers of all time. But LeBron is a shot creator for guys where he's passing them open versus Rondo and Lonzo are more of shot creators in terms of them making plays for other guys versus Rondo who's passing guys. I mean, Lonzo, LeBron is passing guys open, and and Rondo and Lonzo are more so making plays for guys, especially at this juncture in LeBron's career. Maybe early on in LeBron's career, LeBron was running around making plays for guys. Now it's more so about 
I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna hold the ball. You run off a couple screens. I get you open. In, in this scenario, you run off screens and you cut into the rim versus you, Brandon Ingram, taking corner threes or top of the key threes or whatever. Lonzo has got to actually shoot better. You know his first three pointer of the season. I mean, yeah, but his first three point shot, he shot an air ball. So even, but 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 still, it's not the point. Shakiness. We Every shot to, since then has looked good. It, it looks, yeah, but it's, we have to worry about how shaky he's going to be. He shot thirty-five and thirty percent from the from from field and three last year. Look, there has to be a vast improvement. And if Lonzo can come out and give you thirty-seven, thirty-eight percent from three, then maybe Bron can stretch the floor like that. All Even thirty-five percent. Listen, that's a that's a huge leap. All I need from Lonzo is about you can't shoot thirty-seven percent from the field. <laughs> From the field, you need to at least shoot about 44, 45%. He has to be at 45. Exactly. From the field. Mm-hmm. But from three, if he can give me even 34, 35. All I, 34, 35, even 33 is fine as long as you're shooting 45% from the field. I'm mm-hmm. not so much worried about the three because even if you're shooting 33% from three-pointer, it's like rustling. Like you can't just stand out there and let Russ shoot threes. You got to at least think about getting a hand up in Russ's face when he's shooting threes. I, mean, I, I agree with you um, through the first uh, 40 minutes of the game. I mean, I'm sorry, through the last eight minutes of the game. Through the first 40 minutes of the game, let that man shoot all he wants. He can't shoot. But still. The, la- the only time you ever really see Russ cash in threes is at the end of the game. Russ kind of play like me at the end of the game. Like, when I know I'm losing and I got to, like, catch up and make points, it's like, then you start hitting. Yes, but before but then, hell no. Yes, yes, but still. Hell you, no. Yes, but still, if you see shoot, Russ, Russ get the ball for a three, people are going to instinctively run out to Russ. Like you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna yeah, have fun with that player. Bro. Have fun with that career. Thirty-two percent three-point shooter. I feel you. I, well, I want, if you. I, if, I feel if, you. If, hey, look in the game. If if Russ go eight of fifteen in the game for threes, then we deserve to lose. If Lonzo go, if Lonzo goes six of ten from three, then we deserve to lose that Lonzo game. Lonzo go six of ten from three. You probably lost by a lot of points. Exactly. We deserve to lose that game. You lost. You lost by. If a Steph goes six of fifteen, six of ten from three. Maybe you might have a chance because no, you, you game playing around. No, you don't because you let that man took 15 to 16 threes. You, 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 know, you know what I say about Steph. I can tell how good you defended Steph and how many threes he even got to attempt. Ah, I disagree with that because he's still going to jack him up. No. Yeah. Not anymore. Nah. In the past, he would. Nah. Mm. In, in, no, I disagree no, with no, that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm firmly in disagreement. Like, even in game, again, game three of the finals against which is why I, I thought LeBron and the Cavs. He couldn't hit a shot three. that game. But listen. He didn't jack him up. He took 11. But why would you keep shooting if you can't miss it? Exactly. He literally said, he I could tell 11. from the beginning of the game that that was going to be one of the worst shooting nights of my career, so I tried to do other things to get guys involved. He took 11. Huh? He took 11. 11 what? Because, when, when, but look, you want to know why? Because his basketball IQ was improved. Three years ago, he still would have no, took No, three years ago, he was the only guy on the team that could be taking them goddamn shots, so of course you got to shoot him. You could have went to the rim. KD is on there. You, you saw the what Kevin Durant did to LeBron James and the rest and of the Cavs in that team. Nah, look. That was Harrison Barnes. Look, look. It was Harrison goddamn Barnes. Look, listen. Stop it. Look, listen. I even thought that. Lonzo, you should not be taking 10 threes at all. You should be taking seven max. He shouldn't even take seven. No, seven. No, I want Lonzo Five. to take seven. Five, you want to know why? Because if, if Lonzo's taking seven, then that means that you have to trust him. You have to you have to go out there and defend him, which means you can't collapse down on the lane on LeBron and Ingram. There, KCP is gonna get them shots. Hart gonna get them shots, but that's fine. You gonna take your chances with KCP and Hart shooting. If Lonzo's out there taking three three pointers, you got to be accountable, especially if he's shooting thirty five percent, because that means he ain't hitting at least two to three randomly. The thing that I think Lonzo needs to do is to be able to finish better and also up his free throw percentage again. Yeah, Lonzo has better. to shoot seventy to eighty percent from look, free throw line. Look, same thing that Isaiah Thomas said about Ben Simmons. Lonzo is six six two hundred and 
205 at this point. Yeah. He's going to, you're going to get fouled, bro. Like, people are going to fight because you're just too big for a lot of people. Yeah. I need to see Lonzo be aggressive. One thing I still, even judging our preseason, that I didn't like about Lonzo, I thought he wasn't aggressive enough sometimes. I still need to see Lonzo be more aggressive. And I need to see him be able to finish better in the paint. Even like the lob that Braun threw to him. Like, who can defend that? If you playing the way you should play, you playing as like aggressive and with that dog in you that you should be playing, who can defend that? You're going to get fouled. Yeah. Lonzo should be amongst guards, one of the leaders in points in the paint. Yeah. No reason he, he was. Uh, and amongst NBA players, he was one of the worst uh, field goal percentage shooting uh, players in the paint. I can't have that. Yeah. You're 6'6", 205. Yeah. I can't have yeah. that. It was below 45% shooting in the paint. Yeah, I don't need you taking seven, eight he threes. He was up there with Willie Collins. You can't fucking shoot like that. I don't need you taking that many threes. Yeah. I need you taking about four to five threes a night, good threes. Like, they swung you that bitch and you was open. Yeah. And you took it or... You pump fake, went to the rim, made the play with somebody else. I don't need you taking seven, eight threes. That means you set them. You can't shoot that good, G. We don't know that. We'll see. Even if he can, you too big for that, bro. Why? You too big for that. Why? No. No, because you know what that also does? Same way you talk about Steph Curry. He gets easy twos because he can shoot threes well. So if you had to account for him, if I'm Lonzo, if if I'm if Lonzo can get to around 35 to 37% from three this year by, by God's gift, right? Then that means every time Braun throw me a pass out there, pump fake, oh, you're going to jump now because you're not playing me for the drive, and I'm just going to drive. And I'm 6'6", 210, I should be able to make it. And if not, I can pass better anybody else. They collapse on defense, throw somebody else a pass. That's what opens Lonzo's game up. It's not going to – if he's just going to the rim, you just play him to go to the rim because you know saying, he can't fucking shoot. No, Same thing with Russ. So I'm, I'm not saying that you're saying that. I'm saying if that, that's my only argument for Lonzo. If he takes seven three, if he takes over – not saying he should shoot seven threes a game, but I'm saying that should be the max. Okay, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? He would. He had a, a few games last year. We're taking ten. No, yeah, seven should that. be your max. If you taking ten, five threes, should be the seven. area where you really landing in. Maximum. If you taking ten threes and you completely settling. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, round it out. Final thoughts. Um, before we get to the before we get to the Lakers basketball and and yeah. Um. I mean, you the LeBron fan? Will LeBron go? You I, go? Look, man. I'm just again. Last year, I was opposed. LeBron going to LA. I didn't. Well, I, I thought that he had a good team in Cleveland. I still think he has a good you team You didn't in see Cleveland. the vision. But I didn't fully see the vision until later on in the um, year. I think that this gives LeBron the best chance to prolong his career. Um, because, again, in Cleveland, he would have been the one handling the ball. Like, you can't continue to do that at 35, 36, 37 years. It's legit impossible. You can't do it. Yeah. Your body is going to eventually break down. You need somebody else to be able to take some of the pressure off you. And I think that even just how fast they play. Mm-hmm. Like, if they can just perfect playing at that speed mm-hmm. and be efficient with it and not turn the ball over, man, I genuinely think we could be headed for, like, the showtime of our era. Yeah, it's like it's like the, the Suns 70, I mean, sorry, like the Suns seven-second or less offense, but with more of a warrior style and that field-style triangle built yeah. into it. Yeah. Which, if, Luke, if you're thinking about it, Luke Walden has played under Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr has affected kind of a... a uh, 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 play. A, he coached under. Uh, huh? Coached under. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He coached under. He played on the field, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, he played on the field, but he coached under Steve Kerr, who played on the field. And, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, he, you know, so they both have that same type of mentality. I think with this offense this year, the biggest thing is just going to be guys just getting adjusted to just getting open three point looks, right? 
Last year, guys, a lot of their threes that they were taking weren't necessarily always open in rhythm. And obviously, Lonzo shot abysmally from the three-point line, so that affects your team's three-point shooting. Versus this year, you're going to get a lot more of those open looks, even looking at guys like KCP. I mean, in the in the first game versus the Warriors, he got so many open looks he because just, all you had to do was just all you had to do was just be moving, right? Even Lonzo's looks, I feel like, are way more open yeah, and in rhythm. Yeah, of, of course. Yeah. But that, but but with that being said, you have the seven seconds or less work because guys can shoot, right? This seven seconds or less is more of like a, is more like a seven seconds or less, but everybody cut, right? You're cutting, getting guys cutting because they don't have the team with shooters. The Lakers were the second. Worst three-point shooting, uh, uh, you know, team in the NBA last year, and it was only by percentage points. You know, they would have been the worst three-point and free-throw shooting team in the league last year. So they have to shoot better. And with that being said, yeah, yeah, exactly, they have to shoot free throws um, better as well. So in that seven seconds or less, running to style offense, but when they slow it down, it's more of like a triangle style on the perimeter cut type of warrior system. In order for you to get that, guys have to shoot well. Um, so I think that if the Lakers can get their three-point shooting percentages up to being in that 10 to 20 team in the league range, really 10 to 15 team in the league range, because LeBron's teams always shoot well from three. They're always yeah. top in the league in, in scoring. They never really top in the league in defense, but they're always in top Miami in the league in scoring. I think that in, in, in Miami year, they were, but but yes, the, yes, but the Lakers team last year was a top uh, 10 defense in the, in the, in the NBA, including five. after all the guys got hurt. I don't think they're going to be top five. All they need to do is be a, maintain top 10 defense this year. Their points are going to immediately jump up from where they were last year. LeBron comes in immediately as another thir- 20, 20 to 30 a game. So they're going to be interesting. But this has been King Watch, your boy TPJ. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, Real TPJ. That's R E E L T P J. It's a film joke if you don't get it, you damn dummy. As always, this show co stars Rap Extraordinaire. Pavi, go ahead, get your as plug always, in. always, man, follow me on Twitter uh, at Pavi, P-V-Y word, all one word. Guys, no basketball opinions on my personal page. Personal page for Pavi, the music game Speaking of Pavlers, Pavlers volume is out right now. Every single streaming service you want to get it, go get it. Yeah, man, it's King Watch. We will now, um, next time you know you see this show, we will be in the middle of the regular season. We will have Can't had two Lakers you, games, so we'll have a lot to talk about, a Can't lot to break you, down and analyze, man. And as always, it's your boy. Be responsible. Drink responsibly, even though we weren't drinking this show. <laughs> drinking and as always, we end the show with what? LeBron!